You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast with Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I'm Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. So today I'm going to be starting my new series, which is going to just basically be Nutrition 101. So basically I want to go back to the basics and just go through like very basic principles of nutrition, whether it's food or just has to do with biology. I feel like to me this is kind of common sense and it's just because I've actually been taught this already and I now want to teach you guys so that you have the basic knowledge when it comes to nutrition. So when you're going about your daily life and making food choices, you can better be able to make better healthier choices for yourself. So what I'm going to be talking to you about in today's episode, if you haven't already seen the title, is macronutrients. What are just carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. So I'm really going back to the basics with this one. To start off with our very first macronutrient, which is carbohydrates. And carbs are basically just made up of either mono, di, poly, or even oligosaccharides. And they're basically just sugar structures that vary depending on the type of carbohydrate it is. Foods that are rich in carbohydrates are going to be any kind of grain products, whether that is something that is made from flour or just intact grain itself. Fruit is also mainly just carbohydrates and any kind of starchy vegetables, so your peas or your corns, those are going to be very starchy and they contain a lot of carbohydrates. Also beans or legumes, which are pretty much the same thing. They contain a lot of starchiness as well, so therefore they contain more carbohydrates. And also anything that is sugary, so whether it's like a baked good or a sweetened beverage, anything that contains a lot of sugar is also going to contain a lot of carbohydrates because sugar is a simple carbohydrate. Probably the most important thing to understand when it comes to carbohydrates is whether or not they are whole or refined. And this typically just refers to the grain products such as whole grains, which are obviously any kind of grain that is intact, such as like oats or quinoa. So those are whole grains and they are completely intact, but we are also have to pay attention to whole grain products like whole wheat bread or any kind of bread products that get made from whole wheat or whole grain flours. And these products definitely are more packed with nutrition and they have a bigger nutritional punch because they are far less processed than their so-called cousins of refined carbohydrates and therefore they still have a lot of fiber and nutrients intact into their products. Now when it comes to refined grains, they are much more processed and refined down and therefore has fewer nutrients and are also basically like null and void of fiber. So basically held in refined grains, it it lets you it lets you take like a wheat kernel for example. It has an outer layer called the bran. It also has an inner layer called the endosperm and then a germ in the very middle. Um, which is kind of like a nucleus, like how I like to look at it. And this is where all the nutrients is, like it's all packed down in the germ. And then the brand contains most of the, like all of the fiber. So when they make a refined flour or any kind of refined grain, what they do is they take off the brand and they pull out the germ and they just leave the endosperm, which is just like starchy white fluffy doesn't really have much going on so that is how they refine grains down and that is the reason they have fewer nutrients and a lot less fiber 
Carbohydrates are also the easiest to digest of all three macronutrients. They're broken down in our bodies pretty quickly and they digest the, the digestion of carbohydrates actually start in our mouths, which is the only macronutrient that automatically break, starts breakdown in our mouths just because they're basically simpler structures in comparison to proteins and fats. And they can just be broken down and digested much faster. So they're not going to hold you over as long as others. And on top of that, if it's a refined carbohydrate that has a lot of fiber taken out, it's going to be able to be broken down even faster. And it can eventually really negatively impact your blood sugar because the faster those carbohydrates break down into sugar, which is the smallest smallest basic molecule all of that sugar is going to flood up into your bloodstream, but that's for another topic because I'm going to do a whole other episode on blood sugar, so stay tuned for that. Next up, we have protein. So protein is made up of a total of 20 types of amino acids, but there are actually only nine amino acids that are essential, meaning that we cannot create them in our body Um, The other 11 amino acids, we can shift some things around and create, but the nine essential amino acids actually have to come from consumption in the diet in order to have them in our bodies. So protein is in so many foods. It really is is in almost everything, whether it's big or small amounts that can be found in most foods. However, However, the foods that are most concentrated in protein are considered like protein foods that would come from animal products. So that would be like meat or eggs or dairy. You can also find it in fish and seafood. It's also going to be in plant proteins as well. So these sources are like nuts and seeds, also legumes, which are going to be your beans. Then there's tofu and tempeh, etc. I could go on and on about plant-based proteins. But unlike carbohydrates, proteins are more difficult for our bodies to digest and break down. Therefore, they help us to feel fuller longer and, you know, increase our satiety so that when we eat protein at each meal or snack, it really helps to, you know, bolster up that feeling of fullness and it helps to last for a long time as well. Our third macronutrient is fat. Fats seem to be getting a lot of attention nowadays, and honestly, for good reason. Our bodies need fats actually in every single one of our trillions of cells. Um, and our in our cell membranes, they're actually phospholipid bilayers, basically meaning they're made up of fat. They keep the water in and also out, so it's how our cells stay intact and that is just one of those reasons that fats are so important in our body's structures and systems and functions and everything like that. So all fats are made of what is called glycerol. So there's a glycerol backbone and then there are three fatty acids that are attached so that fatty acids that are attached could be either short chain, medium chain, or long chain and then fats in the general fats in general can be saturated, they can be unsaturated, they can also be trans fats. So there's really a whole lot of variety when it comes to fat structures. Trans fats are typically man-made or a lab-made and they're almost completely eradicated from our food supply because they are just so terrible for our health, especially our cardiac health. But saturated fats and unsaturated fats are still plentiful in our diets and in our food systems. Similar to proteins, there are essential fatty acids 
that we cannot synthesize in our body and therefore have to consume through our diet. Those are linoic acids, which are our omega-6 fatty acids and our alpha-linolenic acids. <laughs> Sorry, I always have a hard time saying those. Alpha-linolenic acids, which are our, which are our um, omega-3 fatty acids. So some fat-containing foods would be things like avocados, nuts and seeds, nut butters, so almond butters, cashew butter, peanut butter, um, also oils like avocado oils or olive oils, coconut oils, things like that. So any kind of animal fat is also considered a fat. So things like fatty meats or eggs or butter, anything like that, or even dairy products if they haven't already skimmed the fat out of it. And also, surprisingly, chocolate is a pretty good source of fat as well. And it's just like protein, fats are also more difficult to break down in the body and therefore give us a better feeling of fullness and lasts us for a longer period of time. Fats also take the longest to be recognized in the body during digestion, so you're not going to feel as full off of like, you know, a really high fat meal or snack as quickly as you would off of something that is full of carbohydrates or protein. So you definitely want to keep that in mind if you're having a meal or snack that is really high in fat. You may want to just like scale back on the portion size or even eat like more mindfully like I've talked about in my previous episodes before so that you don't overeat because you're not going to feel as full as quickly when there's a lot of fats that's involved in the meal that you're having. So that is it for Nutrition 101 of Macronutrients. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Nutrition is complex and it's complicated. And to make matters worse, it's always changing because it's a science. But I hope that these episodes can just give you guys a basic foundation when it comes to nutrition knowledge and understanding food and how it interacts with your body because it is so important and it is like my life's mission to make every everyone just more competent and educated eaters. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure to subscribe and share with your friends because it really helps me out. And also let me know if y'all like these kinds of episodes. But that is all for this episode. So thank you guys so much for listening today. And I hope you guys come back for more of the Nutrition 101 series that I'm going to be having. So bye friends. Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and appreciate your support so much. I will be uploading a new episode every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Follow my Instagram and TikTok at Nutrition by Lex for more information and health inspiration.